Hi, this is Mo Oster, Disney's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington. Much of our efforts this week were spent assisting physicians with applying for stimulus funds that have been allocated by Congress. As we reported last week, Congress passed funding to replenish two key funding pools enacted in the CARES Act. It included an additional $310 billion the Paycheck Protection Forgivable Loan Program run through the Small Business Administration, also known as the PPP. It also included an additional $75 billion for the CARES Act Healthcare Provider Relief Board, with several physicians having reported that they were shut out of the first go-round of PPP funds. MISNI provided multiple notifications to physicians that the SBA portal was opening up this past Monday and that physicians should work with their banks to get in their applications as soon as possible if they sought to apply. Please continue to let us know the specific challenges you face in applying so we can work with the American Medical Association and our congressional delegates to fix these issues. Please also let us know the challenges you may be having in obtaining funds from the CARES Act Healthcare Provider Relief Pool. This past weekend, HHS opened up a portal for physicians to apply receive funding from a $20 billion pool that is based upon patient revenue from 2018. Some physicians have reported to us that they have been unable to apply because they did not receive a distribution three weeks ago when funds were distributed to physicians and hospitals from this pool based upon a percentage of their 2019 Medicare fee-for-service payments. Please continue to contact me, Mo Oster, at M-A-U-S-T-E-R at misney.org or Regina McNally, Disney's VP for Sociomedical Economics at rmcnally at misney.org, r-m-c-n-a-l-l-y at misney.org, let us know of the challenges you have. Disney also intends to send out another survey next week detailing physician success or challenges in obtaining these federal funds, as well as the overall financial impact of this pandemic as we begin the reopening process. Disney also continues to fight for additional sources of relief funding for physicians, including pushing back against the decision by CMS to suspend the Medicare Advanced Payment Program, which had provided nearly $500 million in advance payments to New York Part B providers, including physicians. We've also been advocating to the private insurers that they establish a similar advanced payment program. So far, a few of the insurers have started these programs. Moreover, importantly, this week, Medicare announced it was increasing payments to physicians for audio-only telephone visits between Medicare beneficiaries and their physicians to match payments for similar office and outpatient visits. At the same time, MISNI is working with the AMA and other state and specialty societies to put forth a list of requests for the next stimulus package to be developed by Congress. Here in New York, Governor Cuomo put forth an executive order this week permitting the resumption of elective surgery in 35 mostly rural counties across upstate New York where there is less chance of a coronavirus surge. However, it did also encompass the counties that contain Binghamton, Rochester, Syracuse, and Utica. A particular concern in this executive order was the limitation on resumption of elective surgery in these counties to hospitals only, not ambulatory surgery centers and office-based surgery locations that are often owned by physicians. MISNI President Dr. Art Foden quoted in the Utica paper about the adverse impact of this limitation on patients obtaining needed care across central New York and issued a statement today calling for this arbitrary exclusion to be eliminated 
so that patients have a choice in these counties as to where they can receive these needed surgeries. We do note that the directive from DOH permitting a limited consumption of elective surgeries does provide important clarification to perhaps address some confusion as to what specifically was prohibited. Guidance notes that the prohibition does not prevent hospitals, ASCs, and OBS from performing surgeries and procedures related to the diagnosis of cancer, such as lumpectomies and biopsies, the treatment of intractable pain, or other diagnostic and treatment services for highly symptomatic patients. It also includes a grid of examples to help guide treatment or delay decision. We continue to field reports from physicians who are seeking needed protective equipment, and please continue to contact us if you hit roadblocks. As we have noted on past occasions, this PPE can be requested from your local county office of emergency management. Where they are not responsive, we have been working with the New York State Department of Health to make sure they are responsive. We have heard from several physicians who indicated that they were able to obtain this needed equipment after we reached out to the New York State Department of Health. Again, please continue to let us know of your challenges here. We'd also like to highlight the litany of educational programming for physicians from MISNI's CME site, cme.misni.org, including webinars on the psychosocial impact of pandemics, as well as the three-hour pain management course that physicians are required to complete. This week, our Medical Matters program, COVID-19 for Office-Based Physicians, How to Handle Surge in Psychological First Aid, was well attended. And you can listen to the recording of this program on the MISNI CME website. As we always do, on behalf of the MISNI staff, let us again express our tremendous gratitude for all of your efforts to continue to be there for your patients throughout this crisis, despite the risks and the limitations you face. As your MISNI staff, we will continue to do all we possibly can to ensure you have what you need to continue to be there for your patients. Thank you.